This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Triple eight seven two seven Beck, uh, Pat and Stu. Uh, NBC News, by the way. I don't know if we even mentioned this on on radio. Uh, NBC fired Billy Bush. Yeah, we we talked about it in one of the breaks, and we never made it back to. Uh, I don't think we did. Yeah, uh, it's. I don't know. Come on. <clears throat> It's am- this is amazing to me. It sure is. I mean, is. look, I do. I think Billy Bush looked good in those moments. No, no. you not. Uh, were they were they appropriate? Mm. No, should he no. have done it? Obviously, with a microphone no. on. Especially no, but he should have done it anyway. Um, you know, what did he do? However, did he say he was going to grab people by their genitals? No, no, he did not. No, he he did not. Did he, I mean he did? He, he said he, that the soap opera chick was hot as yep s. Right, but I mean, so uh, all he did was tell the truth. She's very attractive. And very attractive. That out. She's quite hot. She's quite beautiful. I mean, I think you could you could but, really fairly point out that maybe Billy Bush had a little bit of locker room talk, although it wasn't. I mean, that's that's locker room talk, yeah, right? Oh, yes. that was hot. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, locker room talk. That's yeah. uh, you know, grabbing people by the genitals is not locker room talk. Kissing them without permission is not locker room talk. <laughs> so I mean, again, it's a talk of rapists. <laughs> so. You know, <laughs> but I mean, I want to. We should point out that the Today Show cell block talk. The Today Show in uh, you know New York or yeah, they're in New York, right? The yeah. Today yes. Show. Yeah. The Today mm-hmm. Show. Uh, those elites in New York apparently have higher standards than uh, the Republican oh, Party yeah. does. Oh yeah, which is pretty freaking funny when you think about it. It's uh, unbelievable. If it wasn't such a disaster, it would be funny. It's unbelievable, <laughs> actually. But uh, yeah, he's he's gone now. Bush was suspended. Uh, right afterwards, and we said, you know, he's gone. And sure enough, he's gone. So Melania Trump uh, did an interview, and she placed blame squarely where it belongs. Yes, you know, finally. Right Personal with, responsibility. Right with not Donald Trump, her no. husband, no, no, uh, no. but uh, obviously Billy Bush. Billy Bush is the one Completely responsible for this. Here's, here's what she said. I Amazing. said to my husband that, you know, the language is the language. inappropriate. It's not acceptable. Right. And, um, and I was surprised 
because that is not the man that I know. Oh, bullcrap. And as you can see from stop, the tape... Stop the tape for a second. Uh, <laughs> you can't, you can't get any further than that. I mean, really? Are you going to try to sell that slop to, to the American people? That's not the man that I know. Are you? It's the man we all know. How do you not know him? You're married to him. We see it all the time on every clip of this guy. This is who he is. He's a foul-mouthed, vulgar douche. Mm -hmm. That's why he is the Grand Nozzle, the reigning Grand Nozzle of the Douche Hall of Fame. He speaks this way. He spoke this way on every single appearance of the Howard Stern show Mm -hmm. that he did. Every one of them. Don't tell me this is not who he is. This... That does not sell, okay? That ship doesn't float. I think what you're trying to say is there's not a word of importance out of this interview. She is not even attempting to approach honesty. No, and, and there's more. There, there's more dishonesty. Here it comes. And, um, I was surprised because that is not the man that I know. And as you can see from the tape, uh, the cameras were not on. It was only a mic. Mm. And I wonder um, Mm. if they even knew that the mic was on. Of course they did. Because they they were kind of a a boy talk. And uh, he was. Well, you think there's a chance he knew the mic was on? Egg on from uh, the host to say. Egged on um, by the host. Dirty and bad stuff. I mean, you feel okay. the host, Billy Bush, was she, sort of egging him yeah. on. Yes. Yes. Is that uh, language you had heard him use God. before? No. No. That's why I was surprised. That's why she was uh, Because I said, yeah. like, I don't know yeah. that person that she would talk that, that way. That I mean, he either. talks and, uh, that way publicly all the time. He would say that kind time. of stuff in private. All the time. I heard many different stuff. Uh, boys talk. I... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the boys, the, the way they talk when they grow up and they want to... Look at your husband, the 12-year-old uh, Sometimes dude. show each yeah. other, oh, this and that, and talking about the girls. And, right. But, uh-huh. um, uh, yeah, I, w- I was surprised, that, of that course. Is, that's one of the most embarrassing clips I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, it's really horrible. I mean, and not only is she blatantly <laughs> she lying... Billy Bush. She blames Billy freaking Bush, who, he, by the way... Did not in any way egg Donald no. Trump on. It was if anything, it was the, the other way around. Completely the opposite. And and I think you know, uh, and that that does not excuse Billy Bush. No, it just I mean you you hear the conversation. He's the one saying all the bad things. Not not Billy Bush. Yeah. Right. He didn't bring up the, the women. He didn't bring up any of this stuff. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Ridiculous. And and I love the. Oh, uh, I don't know if they thought the mic was mm-hmm. on, so that excuses it. Wait, you thought you think they might have thought the mic was on during that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't think the mic was on, which is why it was revealing. Now, in addition to that, every public appearance this guy makes, and not just on Howard Stern, where he did it all the time, talked about having sex with disturbed 18-year-olds, talked about his daughter as a piece of ass. Read his book! Uh, Not to mention, in addition to that, on his own show, saying he liked picturing the contestants on their knees. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is not a guy who didn't do this... All, All the, time. the time. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, I, you know, we said this, uh, I think, at the time. Um, I certainly said it on Twitter and such. This is nothing but a, in a way, a meaningless additional example of why this guy's a douchebag. It's not, mm-hmm. I, it honestly shouldn't be that earth shaking. He said all of these things a million times. He said, yeah. you're, you know, uh, every, the whole world is fine as long as you have a nice piece of ass. He talked about treating women like S 
over and over again. Mm -hmm. This is him. Everybody should know it, and obviously Melania does know it. She's just trying to be a stupid campaign operative, and she's lying. Yeah, she's just and like, flat look, out lying. I get you're this close to having uh, control of the free world. Maybe uh, you, you can justify the ends justify the means at that point. I guess mm-hmm. if you're Donald Trump, certainly the ends have justified the means your entire freaking life. But come on, that's an embarrassing clip. And you know, you shouldn't send your you, you should you know a real man doesn't send his wife out to do that. To be perfectly yeah, honest, yeah, well, you know about those uh, those uh, progressive Democrats, they like to blame the Bushes. That's so, a great oh, wait. point. I, oh, it's wait. a great no, point. It's, <laughs> it's a great point, actually. It is. It is. They do, and he does. And, and by no the way, he does question. it in politics too. <laughs> uh, it's a, that is an embarrassing moment. And, and let's just talk a little bit about Billy Bush for a second. Uh, someone wrote a column, and it was a female, I believe, uh, who wrote the column. Uh, it was in the New York Post or Daily News or something like that, which was, Billy Bush shouldn't be fired. He should be sleeping on the couch. Fair. Right. right? Fair. Like, sure, it's yeah. not that he didn't do yes. anything wrong in this clip. Sure. I'm not trying to say that he was. A, this is the best moment of his career. Right. But, you know, the guy is, first of all, held to a much lower standard, we thought. The standard being a Hollywood guy. A guy, I mean, he was legitimately hosting a show called Access Hollywood at the time. Right. Uh, a, a Hollywood guy, a guy in entertainment. Um, the standards are fairly low. In fact, if you, you know this, because if you're a Donald Trump supporter, you've used that excuse 75,000 times. The standards are low for a guy in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe the standards change when you run for president. If Billy Bush were to run for president right now, I'd have some serious questions for them, though he didn't do anything nearly as bad as Donald Trump. And has one example on his record of, be, of but, doing the, of this behavior instead of 100 Instead, though, in this upside down world we now live in, uh, the standard for for Billy Bush, a reporter, an obscure kind of reporter from NBC, Hollywood reporter, Hollywood reporter, in that standard is higher than the standard of the man running for president of the United States, because we don't ask any of that from him. I mean, we're we're not asking him to get out. Very few. Some see, people any, did. See, uh, Mike Lee did, fortunately. Yeah, yeah. Seen any evangelicals come out and defend Billy Bush? Uh, no. Not a one. Not I haven't one. seen word one from any of the evangelicals endorsing nope. Trump to come out in the defense of uh, Billy Bush getting fired from NBC, some mm. stupid show. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. It, like, I, the people who will excuse anything Donald Trump says, has anyone said a word? Franklin Graham yesterday said, hold your nose and vote for Donald Trump. No. Hold your nose and vote. Wow. What the hell? What? No. So if Satan is running against Hillary Clinton, uh, would that be the advice? Uh, Is it anybody, including the the evil one, over Hillary Clinton? Just hold your nose and vote. Honestly, we've we've made it. Would Satan be the lesser of two evils if he's running against Hillary? Let me give you two legitimate candidates. I, I, I can't believe this. Uh, again, we've made this one before. David Duke is currently running for Senate as a Republican. He's he's currently running for Senate as a Republican. Right. He easily could win that election. Right? Is he polling I mean, okay? No, I mean he's no. not going to win it. I don't think. I mean, I'm, you know, who knows? But I, he could. Right. If Donald Trump had a surge, Mm -hmm. he could win that election. Okay, if he won that election and was the Republican running against the Democrat, would you vote for David Duke? Would you? No. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't care who the Democrat was. I would go. I would either I I would avoid voting for the Democrat, probably, too. And I know that the Louisiana has a weird system. Although if if Duke was running against Hillary Clinton, I contend his supporters would be saying, hold your nose and vote. 
How about this? Let me give you another one. Let me give you another one. Joe Biden. Hillary Clinton's falling apart. Joe Biden regret, regrets not getting in the race. Last minute, he jumps in as a as a uh, as a Republican candidate and somehow wins the primary because people mm-hmm. just don't want Clinton. Remember, Clinton's the worst person ever. So Joe mm-hmm. Biden gets in the race, somehow becomes the nominee. Let's just say maybe, and if you don't like that scenario, he jumps in as an independent and Trump falls apart. And your choices are Hillary Clinton, the only two with a real chance to win, or Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden. Joe Biden is running. He's saying all the same things Donald Trump is saying. Do you vote for Joe Biden? I mean, I think no. everyone out there who's Trump supporters going, no. yes, I would. I would vote for Joe Biden because it'd be the only consistent position, <laughs> considering the fact that yeah. Donald Trump has been far more liberal than Joe Biden his entire life. Joe Biden has at least at times uh, crossed the aisle for moderate proposals. That has very much not been the case with Donald Trump, who's proposed things that even Bernie Sanders hasn't proposed. But we're all willing because of the R, all willing to overlook that. It's inexplicable. I mean, I, you know, I. And then people wonder why we're so irritated with all this stuff. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. You know, it's pretty obvious to me, but I, I, I guess it's not to Trump supporters. They just well, don't understand this. And the issue here. And is, you can't make them understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, why are you talking about Trump all the time, not Clinton all the time? Well, you know what? I don't expect anything about Democratic voters. I don't expect a thing from no, they're, them. They're all terrible and they all vote all wrong all the time. I don't expect any anything. They voted for Barack and Obama. The vast majority are not listening to talk radio. Right, exactly. What I do expect is somebody on the conservative side to actually apply some of the principles they say they believe in. And obviously, mm. that for many of them, and this is not everybody, and obviously, this again, we make this point all the time, this particular audience voted for Donald Trump to be the grand nozzle of the douche hall of fame. This is not a pro-Trump You're audience. in fact, a little surprised. Well, yeah, I thought it was going to be 50-50. Maybe. Yeah, yeah we didn't think he'd get in. He got one of the highest percentages of all time. Right, so I understand so, we're talking to an audience that does not uh, typically entertain these things. And if yeah. you are, if you're at that point where you're like, i got to vote for Trump, uh, you know, as Franklin Graham said, hold, hold your nose and vote for Trump. It's harder to, to accept from a Franklin Graham being that his principles are supposed to be the only thing he cares about. Mm-hmm. But when you're a religious leader, you never care about politics. I mean, you are supposed to put principle over politics all the time, 100% of the time, no exceptions. That's but for I the thought. average voter, that's not necessarily the case. The average voter, uh, you might say, well, I want to vote. You know, I live in Ohio. It's going to be a close election. I don't want to be responsible for giving it to Hillary Clinton. I'm going to vote for Trump. All right. Well, whenever, you know, you're holding your nose. You realize he's terrible. You're hoping for the best. I get it. There's no good choices here. But I mean, for religious leaders, it's a lot harder to take. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're supposed Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be the person as a religious leader that when 100 percent of the surrounding population wants to kill Jesus, you're supposed to be the person saying no to that. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to stand up in, 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 in instances of certain death. You're supposed to stand up for your principles, not because your taxes might go up. Certain death. You're supposed to stand up for your principles. Certain death. We talk about these people in Syria. We talk about these people in Iraq who are there with a, 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 a knife to their throat about to be de- beheaded on the beach. And Christians stand up for their principles in those scenarios. Here in the United States, oh gosh, I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, Donald Trump is only offering six weeks of free uh, medical care, and uh, you know, Hillary's offering twelve. So we gotta hold our nose and vote for Trump. Come on, how can you, po- as a religious leader, how can you possibly go down that road? I don't know. I don't know. A guy who's never repented. By his own admission, doesn't believe in it. Still, doesn't believe he needs to. Even after the criticism, still, still, still hasn't repented. Right. Uh, that's so anti-Christian as to be inconceivable. 
Yeah, we keep using that word. I don't think we it means what we think it means. Uh, Trump's son-in-law is working to launch Trump TV. Now, we've told you about this for months, that this was coming. And now it seems to be fairly official. Uh, Jared Kirshner uh, informally approached one of the media's top industry deal makers a few weeks back about the possibility of building a conservative network. Uh Uh-huh. Conservative network in the Republican presidential nominee's image after the election. So they're already setting up what he's going to do after he loses. I, I, I wonder if he's almost conceded this thing and he, he doesn't intend to win. Now. I think he's playing both ways now. I think he still thinks there's a chance yeah. it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, rolled he's out a new slogan definitely hedging his bet. He's ro- he rolled out a new slogan today. Did you catch this? No. Uh, drain the swamp. <laughs> drain the swamp? Yeah. I, we have to fix this country, but first I have to go to D.C. and drain the swamp. Obviously, Steve Bannon nonsense. Um, <laughs> but that is, uh, he's, I think he is still trying. I think he's now, you know, they always say with the Fed, well, they have to do uh, full employment and uh, monetary policy at the same time, inflation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a dual responsibility. Dual, that's, what, that's where Trump is now. He's like, I, I don't think he's doing, I don't think he's attempting to lose. I don't think he's given up on winning. I think he wants to win still. Um, but I think at the same part, he's like, well, as we do this, let's set up for the next thing. You know, I think he's mm-hmm. there. I think mm-hmm. he realized. I mean, this is, I mean, I, you know, we've, we got into, you know, we, we started the show today on radio saying, let's do some polling and then never brought up any polls. Um, <laughs> That's right. Very, very typical of That's the way right. we do things here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to give you a broad perspective of, of where we stand right now, these are uh, the New York Times um, model is at the highest it has ever been. This goes back to when Trump, like, wasn't even the nominee. This goes back to, uh, you know, uh, you know, the very beginning of this race. Um, Donald Trump now has a nine percent chance of winning, according to The New York Times. Nine. He's in single digits on The New York Times model. He's in single digits on the Princeton model. He's in single digits on the Daily Coast model. He's in single digits on the uh, on the betting markets model. He's in single digits on the Huffington Post model. Only 538 gives him the high watermark of a 13 <laughs> percent chance of winning this election right now. Oh, so you're saying there's a good chance. No, I'm not saying that. Uh, oh. Wait, what's the, what is it now? Let's see. Hold on. I'm going to pull this up. Uh, uh, a vote victory by Mr. Trump remains possible. Mrs. Clinton's chance of losing is about the same as a probability of an NFL kicker missing a 31-yard field goal, which you might recognize being shorter than an extra point. <laughs> in the, in the new in the new configuration, yes, of the extra the point because it's 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 uh, it does happen. It does happen again. A nine percent chance thinking happens by definition. In fact, nine percent of the time. I think it happened at the at the at one of the games I watched over the weekend. Uh, somebody oh, yeah. missed an extra point. I think there point. was five that right? were missed uh, this weekend. Yeah, because uh, I mean it's a long extra point now. Mm-hmm. Right, thirty-three yards. Right? However, yes, thirty-three. This is thirty-one. So it's closer. Yeah, um, and it's again. We know the exact percentage chance of it happening because it's built into the model. It's nine percent. Now, look, you could say. I, you know, like the, uh, the five, 538 has several different models. Oh, they make um, 31, 31 yard field goals 91%, 91% of the time. time. Yes, that's how good they are. That's really, that's impressive. Um, the polls. A little off topic, but so still there's, impressive. There's three models that go on with, uh, with 538. Uh, the Nowcast, which is uh, what, if the election was held today, 89% chance for the unconstitutional. Time. Right. Polls, uh, the polls only is 87%. Mm-hmm. The one I like best out of these models is called Polls, polls Plus. Polls Plus takes the polls and adds in uh, a little flavor of fundamentals. 
So like a state like that's what? typically Republican and has good ge- demographics for Republican, even if the polls are showing a slight lead for, for Hillary, they might give it to Trump. Uh, they'll they'll, they'll give, wait it. They'll wait a it a little bit, bit based on yeah. where they quote unquote should be. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, North Carolina maybe should be a Republican state. So if Trump's only behind by one point, maybe they give him the victory. It's, okay. that, it's like that type of thing. Yeah. Even that one, which is the, by far the most favorable for Trump, has him at 15.6 percent chance of winning. Oh, man. 15.6. Uh, you know, that's where we are. You, you, know, you, can, you can look at online polls all you want. You can trust the Drudge Report poll. You can go to Breitbart. And if you want to feel good about yourself, if you're a Trump supporter, you can feel good at Breitbart every single day. They can, you can feel mm-hmm. good. Drudge, too. You know, you know what? You can be the fattest man on earth, and everyone can tell you you're unbelievably slender. Why did you show Jeffy when I said that? That's really interesting. I was in the middle of a sentence. That's interesting. Is it because Jeffy is... Uh overweight it is because is that, is that why the point huh, being it's weird if we if you want to go to a website that tells you every day jeffy that you have rock hard abs and you look like brad pitt uh-huh. you can do that you got breitbart to do that but here's the, we are the real site we're telling you the truth look at jeffy look at him look, look at, at that him. guy <laughs> can't tell the difference between me and brad pitt i well, know i know okay this I is know. okay okay well uh, and that's why he's doing two things right now yeah. that's why he is setting up this uh, uh trump media thing and that's why every single day he tweets and says it's a rigged election. Oh, every stop. day now, he Trump is saying stop. this is a rigged election. It's a rigged system because that's his out for being a winner. No matter what happens, he still won. Yep. It was stolen from him. And I, I don't know if he knows or I, I just don't think he cares. He doesn't give a rat's butt about the fact that, that he... That is really dangerous for our country. If the presidential nominee for the Republican Party, a major party, starts whining after the election that it was stolen from him, you could create real discontent he in our country. absolutely doesn't care. You're fomenting I, mean, I don't think there's any chance violence. he doesn't do that. And he's oh, going, he, he's already doing it. He's already doing it. And so I, after the election, you know he's going to do that. And if you think those, yeah, but Trumpers were bad now. Oh, It it could easily turn violent. Wait for that. Could easily turn violent. You know, hopefully that's not the case. But I mean, I hope it's not the case, too. But it could. It could. I mean, his rallies have it's already happened in a small scale. And it's happened from the Black Lives Matter side of the world as well. I mean, there's always the threat of that. But it could be worse. We certainly hope not. Especially if if they come up with some coherent theory. Um, You know, and again, it's always going to be fake and wrong right um oh i mean it, you know, it's it, jeffy believes all the current this crap uh, not all of it just but it's the just, ones that are true Stu. It, just it's the just the ones that are true it's one of the many scenarios you need to prepare for i mean uh unrest is one of those scenarios yeah. uh weather I- issues are one of the scenarios job loss is another scenario just be prepared with food for you and your family so you don't go hungry uh, and right now, my Patriot Supply offers a four-week emergency food supply for $99. Perhaps your favorite baseball team is in danger of being swept, and you might not come out of your house for a well, couple months. it's only months. three to nothing. You know? It's only three to nothing. I'm talking about hypotheticals here. Okay. Right. Oh, I see. Um, the food lasts for 25 years. Maybe you don't want to come out of your house. specifically with... about the Cleveland Indian and uh, Toronto oh, Blue Jay crooked, series. Crooked Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> crooked Cleveland, yes. Uh, don't wait for a disaster to strike. 
Uh, get prepared now. Order online. Preparewiththeblaze.com. It's 888-411-5290. You see this, this, the special right here. It's four weeks of food. It's $99. You know the deal. You just haven't done it yet. Why haven't you pulled the trigger on this thing? You know you're not going to get a bigger, better deal than $99 for four weeks of food. Wake up! The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. I remember a couple of months ago, we had a guy, uh, he is a really our spiritual master. <laughs> who uh, really reminded people uh, how offensive it is um, to push their meat-eating habits on everybody around them. Because, as you know, that's what meat-eaters do, right? They try to make vegans meat-eaters. Not the other way around, certainly. No. Now, you're obviously the exception to that rule, Stu. Thank you. Thank you. Stu is not a militant vegetarian. Uh, But militant vegetarians (laughs) are perhaps the most obnoxious people living on the planet. Agreed. Agreed. I'll give you that. Uh, Anyway, uh, now he's back with uh, some election wisdom. Here's uh, JP, spiritual guru. With our upcoming presidential election in the U.S., voting is how you can make a difference. Not only that, it's the only thing you should do to make a difference because of how big of a difference it makes. Out of the 150 million expected voters, your vote carries the leverage of one one hundred fifty millionth of a difference. And your vote carries more weight than that because it doesn't actually carry any legal weight toward electing the president. The 538 members of the Electoral College are the ones whose votes legally elect the president, as described in Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution. So you vote to elect electoral voters who vote for and actually elect the president. And in most states, electoral voters aren't legally bound to vote according to the way that the voters vote for them to vote. This system is genius, because who better knows who the citizens want to vote for than the Electoral College? Sure as hell not the citizens. You can't trust people like that. So at this point, your vote's like homeopathic medicine. It's so minuscule and irrelevant that it has more impact than if it counted toward electing the president. That's how homeopathy works. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's funny because, um, uh, you know, we we had the... um, Who who wrote the thing uh, about James Madison? That we were screw- what we were laughing at recently. Um, I don't remember. It was some college, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I think it was from Yale. Was it Yale? It was yeah. Yale. And it was basically yeah. saying like, "Hey, you guys effed up my plan," which yeah. was uh, I. 
had to come up with a plan that, you know, we could actually have elector or electors select the president because we thought you guys might make a dumb mistake like you're making right now. Um, and then you overruled me by passing rule laws binding these electors to, uh, to go and vote uh, based on the vote no matter what. Uh, so thanks a lot. You effed up my entire plan with the Constitution, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's I understand both points of view there. Uh, the one thing I would like to focus on out of that, though, more than anything else, is the one 150 millionth thing. I know nobody likes to hear this, but it's true. Your vote doesn't mean jack when it comes to this election. It It's more than anything else something that will that is a personal decision that you need to feel good about. And everyone's going to say, like, whoa, wait a minute. Almost never. Almost. There is much, there is a much, much better chance that you, on the way to the bowling, voting booth, will die in a car accident than your vote actually making the difference in this election. I promise you. It, it basically never happens. The closest election we've ever had was an election where, let's just say, in 49 out of 50 states, uh, you, uh, your election, your elect, your vote didn't matter at all. And in Florida, you had a one five hundred and thirty sixth percent. Your vote was what, what was the five hundred thirty six votes? Or I can't remember. I think it was five thirty six. Point is, it really doesn't matter. It's why you don't vote strategically, because your vote never elects somebody. Your vote is something that is a big, it's, it's one, it's a, a grain of rice and a, you know, an entire, you know, uh, uh, I mean, it's all of China, you know, I mean, it's that ridiculous. And so the idea that you, that you should vote because, well, if I vote this way, then this will happen and this will happen. No, it won't. I won't. It's not, that's not how it works at all. Ta-da. Thank you for that, Stu. I mean, I, we make puts. Glenn made this point off air today. Uh, not, nothing related to that, but he's like, we should find out how many hours have been wasted. How many man hours have we wasted thinking? Not us, but the entire country uh, of think, just thinking about this election, obsessing about it, ever watching every twist and turn. Mm-hmm. And so much, th- you know. Each person, if you're doing your due diligence, each person is spending hours and hours every week. You know, right? I mean, we're not talking about us. We, we, obviously, this is our job, and we do it all the time. Um, and that's even questionable whether that's worth it. Uh, but I mean, for the average person, you're spending, you're watching news, you're thinking about news, you're sharing articles, you're reading things, you're you're trying to talk to your friends about it, you're influencing them. All that time could have gone to something productive. Billions of hours, probably. And instead, it's this. Yeah. You know, I mean, I. I also have news for you: 115 million people, nothing like that, will vote this time. Might be 120 million, maybe. But Is it that if, low? If it's 150 <laughs> was... million, I will be absolutely blown away. 120 to 125, probably. Yeah. I mean, the biggest turnout we've ever had in American history was 1876, and 82% of the people showed up. Uh, 125 million in 2012. Yeah. 120, 120, uh, 127. So, so it'll be about that or less. I think or it, less. Or it could be a little more. I don't think so. I don't think there's a lot of passion about the Romney-Obama election. There's not a lot of passion about this either, except from a small fraction of Trump people. That's it. I mean, I, there's no way this is a massive turnout. Triple eight seven two seven back more pens too. Coming up. Certainly not 25 million more than last time. Yeah, it's not one. No way. No way. 
Hubbard. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Hi, it's uh, Pat and Stu. I guess uh, Barack Obama was uh, on a show last night of some sort. Well, I don't know about um, you. I'm very in- uh, concerned about what he's going to do in the future. Um, you know, he's uh, he's 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 losing. He's his job. young. And vibrant mm-hmm. and brilliant, to to and there's America. so much left in the guy. We've got to put him to good use somewhere, doing I mean, something. Think of how how crazy this is. I mean, of course, Republican presidents just go and hide. That's like uh-huh. the typical way that they deal with the world afterwards. Um, you know, I mean, the Bushes just run to Kenny Bunkport and we never see them again, which you know a lot of people are happy about. Uh, but Bill Clinton, Bill is in Dallas here. He, he just lives here. Yeah, I know. But um, just but he stays Bush out of it he, because yeah. why? He respects the offices, uh, the office of the presidency, and he doesn't want to undermine the current commander in chief. That's what I believe. I I believe you are right. Um, I don't know if I believe it's the right maneuver. I mean, look, it's you know, traditional. It's it's the precedent uh, yes. that was set a long time ago and followed by, as you said, Republican presidents. Jimmy Carter certainly doesn't. No. Nope. Bill Clinton certainly hasn't. No. Nope. And this guy absolutely will not. No. I I don't know. It's like I, I, I feel oh. like he's already said he'll speak out. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I know he's going to speak out. I'm just saying, like, I don't know which one I prefer. I mean, yeah. like, I, I'm I want not him saying to shut up. I don't want them out there undermining the office like certainly they shouldn't be out saying the election's rigged or something like that um i think uh, the idea of um giving your opinion occasionally i mean like what cheney is a good example cheney has not been outspoken on every issue but when he's felt like there's something really wrong he stepped up and done a couple interviews about it and expressed himself yeah he hasn't led campaigns against the other party necessarily or anything Mm -hmm. like that you know, he's, but he's spoken up, I think, at, at various times when I, it's been appropriate. So is Jimmy Carter. No, that's what I said. Carter yeah, yeah. has violated Carter the, has done more than that. I Carter think. has violated well, the They asked him the to come board for some of that. A lot. Though, so, I mean, to help out, you know, around yeah. the world with some of his humanitarian knowledge. Right, right. And Carter, why would you ever want that douche's advice on anything <laughs> or opinion on anything? He screwed up things worse than they'd been screwed but Obama, up I mean, in it's 40 reported, years. Already he said that I know. Uh, he and his wife would stay involved yeah, with no, thank policy. You. No, thank you. Right. Oh, no, thank you. No, yeah. Um, anyway, he uh, talked to Stephen Colbert about this, and Colbert decided to give him a little uh, a little, you know, job interview. <laughs> I'll bet this is funny. That's why. Hilarity is going to do it soon. Mm-hmm. Mr. President, good to see you again, sir. Stephen. Always the best. How'd you get in here? Oh, just, uh, you know, I'm always uh, interested in talking to the leader of the free world. Look, I am so thrilled to join you here at Carnegie Mellon University. And uh, just like all the students out there taking part in the White House Frontiers Conference, you too will soon be looking for a new job. Isn't that interesting? That is true. And I'm honored that you asked me here to help. Stephen, I didn't ask you here to help. I still don't know how you got in here. It's okay to be nervous. All right? Why don't you have a seat? I'm already sitting. Good. (laughs) See, it's starting off very well already. And I think maybe we should start with a practice interview. And I've got just the man who could help you. Excuse me one second. Steven? Yes, sir. Just a moment. Hello. Hello. I'm Randy. I'm the office manager. Hello, Randy. All right. This is going to go very well. Are you uh, okay. intending to uh, help me sharpen my skills uh, when I go in for an interview? Is that uh, your intention here? It's what I do for a living. Okay. We're here to find out what you are going to do for a living, okay? All right, let's try it 55, tough time to start over for a man. Okay. 
Wow, is that stupid? That is really bad. I, embarrassingly bad. I don't know how you do this segment and then air it after <laughs> you've seen it. I guess because it involves the president yeah, of the United oh, States. Yeah, you got air it. And, and you have to air it, but wow, it's hard to watch. But there's more. For no. Me. Yeah. They yeah. Did. It was longer? No, there's more. And here right. it is. Cool. Here. Uh, I have a copy of your resume here. Why don't you hand it to me as if you were applying for a job? Go ahead and do it. That's good. You're a natural. Okay. Hello, Mr. Obama. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Close enough. Okay. Uh, let's see. I don't see any promotions for the last eight years. That's not always good. Can you explain that? Honestly, there wasn't a lot of room for advancement in my last job. <laughs> the only one with a more powerful position was my wife. Okay. So tell me why you're leaving. You say you're not being terminated, but uh, it sounds like you can't stay. Is that true? Uh, well, I'm leaving because it's required by the 22nd Amendment of the United States Constitution. Okay, a little tip. When you say staying at a job would be unconstitutional, what employers hear is that you stole office supplies. Okay, so I'd this over the rest of that, okay? Okay. And uh, it doesn't say here, where were you born? <laughs> is this the longest form of this resume available? Well, we move on. Okay, good. Uh, they, and then if they've they've gotten to the birth certificate thing again because they, they don't like it. They don't like that. But that's no. why they keep going there because they hate it so much. Yeah. <laughs> and he definitively answers because he hates it. Jeez. So bad. Oh. All right, let's watch the last part. All right, let's do it. There's more? <laughs> nice. uh, it says here, let me see if I got this right. It says here, you saved the American auto industry. Yeah, but nobody believes it. Change that to drive stick. Oh, that's good. That's good. This is going to be a long-haul trucker. Okay. Uh, it also says here, you but you helped tens of millions of Americans with their health care. You better. Okay, let's test that out. It hurts when I do this. Don't do that. Okay, good. Um, do you have any awards or commendations? Well, I have almost 30 honorary degrees, and I, I did get the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, really? What was that for? To be honest, I still don't know. <laughs> That's a bad moment right there. Fire anyone? No, I usually let SEAL Team 6 in a little. Social media is very hot. Do you have any experience with that, like Twitter? Well, I have 77 million followers. Does that count? That's very impressive. How'd you get so many? Executive order. Really? And photos of cats. Oh, smart. You know, a moment or two in there, but painful. Uh, I mean, you know, what are you going to do, right? Overall uh, painful. Yeah. I mean, uh, I saved the U.S. auto industry, but nobody be nobody believes it because it's not true. First of all, George Bush is the one who bailed out the auto industry. And George W. Bush, and whether or not that saved it is you know, very debatable. However, he takes credit for something he didn't even freaking do. His flashes of brilliance in there, though, are really him just being him as as a dick. Yes, <laughs> nicely put. The, that's what he is. That's not a. That's, that's my. That's I my, mean, that's this is a show that has a douche hall of fame, which is appropriate. <laughs> okay. To speak. okay. Well, by the way, we should speak about this for a second. People are talking and saying, "Hey, you guys need to act." It's time to induct Hillary Clinton into the Jewish Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah, we have had some, you're right, too. It's a lot of requests for this. And, and the interesting thing is, as we've said, um, we will not do this to the office. We have respect for the office. 
And so we, the president of the United States, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Biden, we have not inducted. And we have not inducted Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton, largely because it's just like, ah, it's too easy, right? Right. However, if we don't induct her now, we and may have to wait wins. until 2016 or 2017 to do it. At the, at the, I mean, 2020 or 2021 to do it, uh, so, which, again, is mm-hmm. it's, it's a long time. If we do it now... Thinking, uh, thinking out loud. If we do it now, and she is victorious in being uh, entered into the douche all the time, the actual election would be douche on douche. That's true. It's incredible. Then we would guarantee we'd have a douche president. If that's not the right way to end this election, <laughs> I don't know. I think I there's know. a douche hall of fame vote coming. Very, very, very soon. I and, and let's be honest. We've been saying this for a while. Uh, January, whatever, twenty first, two thousand seventeen. We're going to have a vote on Barack Obama yeah. for the Hall of Fame, and he no will doubt be about it. the first one to get to one hundred percent. However, we very Hillary well might do this with Hillary Clinton. I will be stunned if Hillary Clinton does not get one hundred percent of the vote. Somebody votes no, yeah. just to keep yeah, us up one hundred percent. I think. I I, I think we need to build that. this up. This needs to be a big. This needs to be yeah, our yeah. election. Yes. Hillary Clinton, yeah. douche Hall of Fame, but we should do it like... Should we do it November before, 7th? Yeah. <laughs> have November, the Monday before November the seven. election. All right. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents, too. Come on. Countdown to Countdown to vote. Show along with that hey. over there, Kankel expert. So, are you excited for this vote as a Kankel expert? This is big. Oh, I know Hillary. <laughs> Hillary Kankel's Clinton. Yes, mm-hmm. we should present a real, uh, an important case, maybe the the week leading up. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a big vote, and like well, people will be like, "Well, this is the most important election uh, we've ever had. We can finally agree with them." Yeah. Yes, right. you mean the one on November 7th. <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. Is Hillary Clinton going in the douche Hall of Fame? Yes. Uh, now, you have to get, what, 95% of the vote to get correct. in? Correct. I think it's possible she gets 100. I mean, I think it's probable. It's possible if we don't have some smart aleck out there, uh, out there in television and video land. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there is usually there is usually that one little smart aleck. Yeah. I wonder how smart ass run a little monkey wrench into the system. Do you know, Jeff, and I can't believe I'm asking this because I know you don't, um, if uh, if let's say there's a, you know a hundred thousand votes and mm-hmm. uh, uh, ninety nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine people vote Hillary Clinton into the douche. We've talked about this before. I don't know that we don't know. Is that, that come out as a ninety nine percent or did they round it up? Because yeah. they should round it up, but I, it's possible. I don't think they do. I, I think we 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 don't know exactly, but I think yeah, I'm pretty sure that then we pretty sure that we looked at it a couple of votes that were ninety nine percenters or whatever that were. The way they did it, I, th- I think you're mm. you're going down for the votes. So if there's like one, mm. so if, it's if there's one one vote, one vote that it, that I skews mean, the whole thing. Uh, that's interesting. I, we don't know how our voting system works. We we it's a, it's clearly rigged. We farmed it out to the Russians. <laughs> we don't know how this works. Uh, and we are definitely not going to be drug tested before the vote. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> 
right, we'll see it uh, coming up uh, in a few weeks. Well, maybe we'll do a little count. That's exciting news. That's exciting news. Yeah, he, he need, what, who's the uh, Tim Kaine? Does Tim Kaine get a vote? Nah. No. We'll let him be a douche for, for a while in public office. Yeah, he's got to work up to some work up to it for a little while. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of bummed about this. The world's tallest building that was supposed to be uh, built in China, even taller than the uh, the Dubai Burj Dubai uh, building, which is what 2,700 feet. It's been scrapped. I'm really bummed about this. Oh no. Yeah, I guess. What happened? Now, isn't this the beginning of it, though? I think they did start to build it. I know they cleared the area for it. Uh, billionaire manufacturer environmental evangelist planned to build a revolutionary skyscraper in uh, provincial China. Then government pride and economic reality got in his way. Uh, the city of uh, Changsha owned 8 million. It's a city you've never heard of that had 8 million people. <laughs> 8 million people in Changsha? I mean, what? So anyway, this is what it was going to look like, apparently. That's pretty cool. 838 meters. I, I have no idea. 202 floors. That could be 9,000 feet or 800. I, I don't know what the meters thing is. Uh, Dubai, the Burj Khalifa is 828 meters. Yeah, that doesn't make well, How tall is that? Uh, it could be six inches. It could be 400 miles. I don't About know. six inches. <laughs> is, um, that's not that big a building. It would uh, create a seat within a city for 30,000 residents. We're talking about um, um, 2,000 cars off-road, 12,000 metric tons a year of carbon, which I'm very, very worried about. Yeah, we're all scared. Uh, uh, but yeah, you, got, you, you can fly a helicopter to your house. Uh, pretty, it was pretty big, and it, unfortunately, it not, uh, it's not going to make it. It's just a big D-hole at this point. But, um, the interesting part about this one though, is cool. it was being built elsewhere, so it was like a modular home, and then you come in and they just piece it together on premise. Really? Yeah. Like a prefab yeah. building? It's a prefab skyscraper. Well, see, they were cheating too with a huge spire at the top. I don't like that. I don't like it. It's still pretty tall. Still. Yeah, that's a big building. That's a cool building. That's a great looking building. Should have been built. Build it! I've lost all respect for Chinese people. Uh, what little I had is now gone. You're talking about China? Yes. Yes. How dare you? Uh, news of the groundbreaking uh, ran in newspapers and blogs around the world, but then the, uh, the whole thing hasn't materialized. Construction on Sky City's foundation stalled. Stories of in intrigue circulated. Local Chinese news reported permit problems, government delays, safety fears. No, well, what could go wrong with the building that tall? Even this one looks like it's just like bending in the wind. Yeah, yeah well, I'm saying it, uh, it would withstand the magnitude that uh, earthquake, five, five earthquakes, something like that, I think. Right? Um, Due to five uh, I think it was pretty strong. No, nine. Nine. Oh, there you go. Wow. That's a nine. Big, that's a wow. Big yeah. Good luck.
888-727 back. Why don't we uh about let's see, today's Tuesday, right? So yep, three we're, weeks. Three weeks exactly from the election. Twenty days after today from the election. Wow. That is something after today. We're twenty days. And you know, look, we are we we're, have we been right about anything this election, sir? No, obviously not. No. Um, you know, we were told over and over again that Donald Trump would open up new states that were before unreasonable mm-hmm. for Republicans, and and, and, and that's that's true. Uh, for example, a uh, new poll in Texas says uh, Trump up two. Um, so he's opened up states that were thought Texas to be. Has only been a Republican state for about thirty years. Well, yeah, right. You know, I mean, so, yeah, to the point, reasonable. Uh, like, for another way, for example, I mean, you know, Trump has turned mm-hmm. um, states, uh, swing states that were no longer swing states, or were in previous not swing states. And we know that, we know, he mm-hmm. talked about, you know, New York and California, right. Connecticut, mm-hmm. and, uh, New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, instead, we have you know, states like Georgia. It was once uh, that's not really a swing state. That's fine. Now, but it was a now Clinton leads by four there. Um, so that's true, really. Yeah, just the four. Wow. And here's the, uh, this is the latest poll, so we'll give you a rundown here. Uh, Washington Post survey. Uh, New Hampshire, Clinton plus 11. Um, Iowa, still a good, strong polling state for Trump. Uh, leads by five there. Nevada, Trump leads by four in this poll. Oh, really? I just saw Nevada, 47-40 Clinton. Oh, Clinton's led almost every poll that. This is just a match. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Ohio, uh, Trump leads by three. Mm-hmm. Arizona used to be a solid red state. Trump leads that one by three now. This is announced swing state. Texas, uh, Trump by two. Florida, Trump by two. Georgia, Clinton plus four. Wisconsin, Clinton plus five. Pennsylvania, Clinton plus six. North Carolina, Clinton plus six. Colorado, Clinton plus seven. New Mexico, Clinton plus eight. Michigan, Clinton plus eight. Virginia, Clinton plus 11, New Hampshire, Clinton plus 11. So, so uh, that you're gets saying in. there's a chance. That's not what I was saying. <laughs> what were you saying? Very little anyway. No, 9%. 9%. <laughs> I'm going to go with 9%. Yeah, I still think there's a 10, you know, 15, 20%. Yeah, a lot, lot can happen in, in a few weeks. A lot can happen. He could get further. Um, <laughs> You know, there, uh, the chance. Um, so let me give you a couple other uh, kind of interesting things about the election. Right. Kind of based on what you just said. Um, first of all, Stuart Roth, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rothenberg. Um, he's one of the election, you know, sort of gurus that's out there talking about it right now. His new quote is Trump's path to the presidency is non-existent. Wow. <laughs> Uh, lar- lar- uh, margin of victory likely between four and eight points um, is his estimate. Um, there's another um, grouping of these. I think this is kind of interesting. They do a um, 538 does a um, breakdown of what, some oddball things that you might have considered. So what are the odds of these scenarios happening? Uh, electoral co- college deadlock is 0.4 percent chance. 269, 269 tie. Um, uh, would be a 0.3% chance. Mm. Um, a recount. Is there a, one, a recount in one decisive state? Uh, 3.9% chance. It's that close. Clinton winning the popular vote. 91.4% chance. Trump winning the popular vote. 8.6% chance. 
Clinton winning the popular vote, but losing the Electoral College, 4.5%. Uh, Trump winning the popular vote, but losing the Electoral po- College, 0.5% chance. Uh, Johnson winning uh, at least one electoral vote, 0.7% chance. McMullen winning at least one electoral vote, 5.5% chance. So that's, was, uh, they weren't even including them in these scenarios just a couple weeks ago. Uh, Clinton majority, 47%. She, will she get 50% of the vote? Will Trump get 50% of the vote? 1.2% chance of that. Um, but listen to this. This is Clinton landslide. Now remember, Trump's possibility of winning, according to this, is about... Winning the popular vote is 8.6% chance. Will Clinton win by double digits? 25.8% chance. A 26% chance she wins by double digits. I remind you that that Obama only beat McCain by Mm 7.8%. So, I mean, this is a much worse drubbing than McCain got from Obama. And we're at 26% chance that that might happen. Um, And any other interesting one? Not really. The rest of them are kind of interesting. And so let me give you the voting odds. This is where you can make your money, Jeff. Are you ready for this? <laughs> you go on. You want to go to Vegas. You want to bet on some stuff for politics. You'll have that opportunity. That's what I go to Vegas for. All right. It's not. No, I never go to Vegas for that. Uh, will the Democrats win uh, by a margin of 150 electoral votes or more? Now, um, I think what uh, tr- uh, Obama got 332 last time, right? 332, I think it was. Um, so that was, so he won by less than 150. You can't even get even money on that now. You, you, you have to bet $140 to win 100. Uh, if you, that's a 150 electoral vote margin. Wow. Um, popular vote uh, over or under 8.5 percent. If you say it's going to be over that, you can. Yeah. If you bet $100, you win 150. 1.5 to one. Um, the it, will the Democrats win the presidential election by 200 electoral votes? Uh, you, uh, it's 2.6 to 1. Okay, so you bet $100, you win $260. Okay. Will Donald Trump drop out of the, of the election before it happens? You can get 8 to 1 on that one. Only 8 to 1. <laughs> We're three weeks away from the election. 8 to 1. Um, will there be a recount? 8 to 1. Uh, Trump will fire Kellyanne Conway prior to election day. I buy that. That's a good bet. I think that's a good one at 15 to 1. You 15 betcha. to 1? That's a good bet. That could happen tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. I mean, he obviously isn't listening to you her You could be anymore. standing in line to make that bet. Yeah. That could happen. I think that really could happen. And a 15 to 1 odds there. Will Trump change his VP selection from Pence? <laughs> 20 that's to a one. good bet. I don't know. He's I not think Pence is no pretty, way. He's pretty not stuck do in that. 20 to 1. 20 to 1. Trump wins popular vote but loses Electoral College, 30 to 1. GOP nominee Donald Trump will release his taxes prior to Election Day. Will he no release way. his taxes? No. 50 to 1. So they're saying yeah. there's a very small chance yeah, of that. Yeah, no way. Um, Clinton wins the popular vote but loses Electoral College, 100 to 1. Um, Hillary Clinton drops out or is forced out before the election, 100 to 1. Um, no candidate, I like this one, no candidate gets to do 270 electoral votes. Again, I think that's unlikely, but 100 to 1. And oh, that'd uh, be worth the bet, though. Trump mm-hmm. wins New York and California 100 to 1. Now, that should be 100,000 to 1. Yeah. But you can only get 100 to 1 on that one. I would, I would put, if I was looking at this, I might put money on the electoral deadlock at 100 to 1. It's, not, it's probably mm-hmm. less than that, but it's yeah. an interesting little wager there. Yeah. 
And I like the Kelly and Conway one a lot. That's a good bet. Because, I mean, you could see Steve Bannon. I mean, Steve Bannon might throw her out by her hair. And and prior to this past week, maybe week and a half, I would have made the Trump dropping out bet, too. But since he's so busy, he's too busy throwing it to the rigging now that it doesn't he's not going to drop. out. Yeah. The craziest part about this is that this all this stuff happened all the wrong time. Like Trump, you know, got close enough. And he didn't get blown out until we were too close. Right. If he was down 10 points, like he might be now. I mean, and probably the average is eight right now. But if he's down eight points and it's a month ago, he might drop out thinking he has no chance. Right. It's right. too that's close what, now. That's what it's I mean. Yeah. So that's why he's just it's all about the, the elections rigged now. Yeah. You know, giving him his out instead of before it would have you know something else. He could have walked away. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, so I don't know. I, but Kellyanne Conway, I mean, they might oh, just they, they might trot her out as a, you know, that could easily Sacrificial happen. lamb before fired, the election? They fired yes. Lewandowski. Of course, they kept paying him, and then they got him on CNN, and then he's still going around in the campaign plane. I still see him. I still see him in all the news shots. I don't know. CNN, that was a bad hire. That was a bad job by CNN. CNN's done some good things in this election. I mean, I, some of their coverage has actually been pretty good. Better they, than Fox. Yeah, better than Fox. Uh, but they should not have hired uh, Lukowski. No. You can't. I mean, he's obviously still working for the campaign. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, you know, so um, anyway, uh, so will Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton be the worst president we've ever had? It's going to be he's got some competition. Certainly Barack Obama's in that mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely in that mix. I mean, yep. maybe maybe Bill's Lyndon uh, Johnson. Lyndon Johnson. Absolutely. LBJ is underrated. Underrated in, in this conversation. In worst president uh, conversation. I totally agree with you. He's done underrated. more damage financially than oh, anybody. Oh, my gosh. Uh, people don't. Uh, you know, under the New respect. Deal, we had, was it 75 or 70 government programs? For, uh, it, under LBJ, it went from 75 to 380. Jeez. I. Uh, that's pretty bad. Unbelievable. That's pretty bad. So, if you love socialism, you think he was pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, you know, just to go from the, the from the, from a debt perspective. Yeah, um, terrible. Oh, there's the, the terrible. look. There's the big vote. See that vote right here? There it is. That's it right there. Just 19 days. To 19 the Hillary days. Douche Hall of Fame vote. Okay. Um, but uh, another guy you'd have to put in that conversation, uh, Woodrow Wilson. He's still making uh, policy mm-hmm. recommendations and trying to teach us about the world. Here's a little clip of that. Well, hello there. I'm Woodrow Wilson, former president of the United States, the guy who came up with Swedish fish flavored Oreos and current hefe of hell. But I'm not doing Beelzebub's bidding like the Swedish fish Oreos. I like to answer your inquiries. For example, someone just wrote me this letter. Dear Woodrow, I'm having a hard time sticking to my strict diet and exercise regimen. Do you have any advice for me? Signed, Fatty Magoo. My dear Fatty Magoo, I'm sorry to hear you are being restrained by a set of guidelines. I never was. That must be horrific. My advice is this. You do you, girl. I'm assuming you're a female because, biologically speaking, women carry more excess weight than men and also because I despise women. With regards to your diet and exercise routine, you have to pick and choose what works for you. That's what I did with the Declaration of Independence. 
As I said to the Jefferson Club of Los Angeles, the Declaration of Independence is a long enumerated of the issues of the year 1776. Now, the business of every true Jeffersonian is to translate the terms of those abstract portions of the Declaration of Independence into the language and the problems of his own day. If you want to understand the Declaration of Independence, do not repeat the preface. In other words, sure, maybe the so-called truths that the founders claimed were self-evident were acceptable for them at the time, but society's advance. The Ten Commandments gave way to Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, Fifty is clearly more than ten, right? Must be better. And, as we all know, the Declaration of Independence is a living document. Today, the idea that all people have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is a laughable concept. <laughs> and don't get me started on the notion that all men are created equal. That's like saying all flavors of Starburst are equal. Everyone knows you eat your way through the pack until you come up with a lemon, and only then do you offer someone a piece. I'm a big believer in some colors being superior to other colors, in candy and with people. As I was known to say, we going to realize the conceptions of the author of the Declaration of Independence in our own day? The question is not whether all men are born free and equal or not. Suppose they were born so. You know they are not. <laughs> Come on, right? Who's with me? You? I mean, I was playing Twister the other day with my dear friend, uh, serial killer and frequent decapitator Ed Kemper. And he says to me, he says, Wood, you have to choose what parts of our founding documents to pay attention to. I mean, if you wind up trying to do everything for everyone, you'll wind up losing your head. <laughs> for more brilliant advice from me, pick up Glenn Beck's book, Liars, How Progressives Exploit Our Fears for Power and Control. There's a whole chapter on little old me. Or write me a message on Nancy Pelosi's bathroom mirror while spinning around three times and chanting Bloody Mary. We're really close. I'm over there all the time. So I'll see you. <laughs> Doodles. It's a good guy. You know. I think he, you know, I think he had some interesting yeah. ideas. Oh, it's, nice to, it's nice to you know, save some time for us. Check in from time to time yeah. from hell. That's good. You and know? he's over Nancy Pelosi's house all the time, too, which is important. Yeah. <laughs> if you were he, you would be, too. Now, who, who's to older? Woodrow, Nancy, or Jeffy? Jeffy. Jeffy. Oh, uh, you didn't even pause. No, because I know it's Jeffy. That wasn't even a hard one. Uh, you know, here's another easy one. Your current phone company uh, is... Using your money to undermine your beliefs. Uh, it's just a fact. Uh, they're spending tens of millions of dollars to remove conservative leaders from office and uh, do things you just don't like. can pretty much guarantee that, no matter who it is. Yeah, yeah. Things that uh, Woodrow Wilson would have only dreamed of. He would have loved uh, it. But he able to accomplish. 
Uh, Patriot Mobile does the opposite. What they do is they fight progressivism. They fight liberalism. They fight the mess that's in Washington. They fight for your right. They do. To party. To, to, well, and to not, tax. As, not as much party. Tax nationwide and talk. You know, with four G. Well, it depends on how you party. You could have a text party. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. you use your right. phone for uh, creepy Jeffy parties. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can do whatever you want with it. I guess the yeah. Patriot Mobile's not going to judge you. Uh, but they will make sure that your money uh, goes instead of the liberal organizations to conservative organizations of your choice. With I like the same that. service. You don't have to sacrifice for the cause. You don't have to get, hey, I can't hear you. I can't hear anything. I'm sorry. You don't have to deal with that. You don't have like crappy data rates. Well, if you use like one megabyte, they take your home. That's not what Patriot Mobile does. They give you mm. everything you want from your phone company, and the money goes to a conservative organization of your choice. Yeah, but sadly, you have to use one of those big brick phones no. from the 1980s. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Uh, only. I know. No, shockingly, they will get you whatever phone you want. Uh, what? Latest and greatest phones, all the new models. Oh, and but then what about? I'm locked into a contract, so I can't because it would cost me like 350 bucks to change. Amazingly, that's the exact amount of money they will pay to switch you. Three hundred fifty dollars. That is awesome. And you get your conservative values actually. How supported. do I get in touch with these people? Well. <laughs> is it possible? It is. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Right. Or you could call them. All right. On your phone. On my big brick phone? On your big brick phone that you still have, Pat. 877-367-7524. pounds. The number's right there. 877-367-7524. Huh. Do it! Welcome. Welcome back. Apparently, there's more polling data. There is. You would like to hear some? Yes. Donald Trump has cut New Jersey to only a 14-point lead for Hillary He Clinton. said he was going to win yeah. states that nobody wins. <laughs> and that's really close now. He's within striking distance. It's not a 50-point lead anymore. No. It's not 70 points. I mean, for example, what, what, what should the margin be in Massachusetts? 1,000 points? Oh, usually like 2,500 points. 2,500 points. Yeah. Mitt Romney lost Massachusetts by 3,000 points. Yeah. Um, right now, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump is within 26. <laughs> He's right there. He's right there. I mean, right you there. might as well give him the state. Yeah, because okay. he's... He's got so much momentum now that... Uh, what about New York? He was going to win New York. New York? Flat uh, out win New York. He's down by 20. Sees again within striking distance. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is razor thin. Uh, New Hampshire... It's not 100. But, and this is... A, this it's is not even worst. in the 90s. You can't take this poll seriously. It's Google conser- uh, Consumer <laughs> Surveys is, is uh, doing state-by-state polling. Like, right. Very frequently. Yeah. And a lot of them have very small sample sizes. For example, New Hampshire's sample size is only 71 people. Uh, that's probably not a good sample size. No, I will say, however, the Even mar- for New Hampshire. New Hampshire, 48 for Clinton, 23 for Trump. Now, that is not- 25. Down 25, right? You're just the 25, though. No, that's not, a, that's not how New, New Hampshire looks at every other polls. But it's about I, 11, right? It's really bad. Um, some of these polls Like are, Florida. Where is he in Florida? In that survey? No, in or any survey. Uh, give me one second here. Uh, because I would say, that's a, that is a swing state right now. Yes. Um, so the average uh, average is 
Clinton, well, here's the last, uh, I don't know, the last group of polls. Clinton plus four, Clinton plus four, Clinton plus four, Clinton plus three, Clinton plus three, Clinton plus four, Clinton plus three, Trump plus one, Clinton plus one, Clinton plus three. So that's Clinton pretty, that, leads Florida in every poll but one. But there's that one. <laughs> wow. And, and there are internet polls. Also, too. yeah. Don't, let's not forget that. That's true. Em- uh, Emerson College was the one where he was leading. Um, first of all, the Emerson College polls are kind of interesting experiments, I would say. They don't call cell phones. They, it's a, sort of a student project of the university. It's kind of a weird mm-hmm. uh, situation. Um, additionally, it was done before the tape came out. Uh, so since the tape came out, it's lost every poll in Florida. Wow. Um, but I will say this. Uh, he's still got, according to 538, a 23% chance of winning the state. That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, hey, you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah, about one in four. Not quite one in four, but one in four. Uh, how's he doing in Ohio? Is he still leading in the uh, state where there's seems, four dead? Uh, there is. Has he addressed mm-hmm. that? No, he uh, hasn't. He ignores that. Well, if he addresses that, he'll win. But right now, uh, he's behind. Uh, right now, the is he really? average 47 to 45. So here's the... Behind or ahead? Uh, behind. You know, he has had a couple... Uh, Maris poll had him ahead by one. Um, a CNN poll had him ahead by four. That was the, one that he, the only one he talked about. Now, remember, CNN... Just a few days before this poll came out, was the center of the conspiracy against him. Mm-hmm. Now he's actually tweeting their positive poll results. They release a whole batch. He re- he only tweets one of them, which of is the one he's ahead, of he forty-eight to forty-four. The other one, uh, it was a tie from Quinnipiac. Uh, Clinton plus four, Clinton plus nine, Clinton plus one, Clinton plus five, Clinton plus two, Clinton plus three, Trump plus five. That one though is from mid-September, so that's really old. Um, uh, so I mean, the Trump plus five is uh, probably not valid in this particular. Uh, instance at this point. What about However, Pensil- overall, forty-seven, forty-five, Clinton, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, because that is a critical state, probably for him. He almost, almost has to win it in order to have a good, a good shot. Yeah, if, yes, I would agree. I mean, I've been saying this forever. He should just camp out in Pennsylvania and just try to win that state. If he Definitely. can win that state, he's got a chance to win the election. Uh, right now, he uh, he is uh, the average poll fifty point five to forty two point eight. Down? Yes. So okay. no, not up. So he's I will down, say definitely not up. Down by eight. Here's the uh, recent polls: Clinton plus nine, Clinton plus six, Clinton plus twelve, Clinton plus eight, Clinton plus six, Clinton plus four, Clinton plus six, Clinton plus one, Clinton plus ten, Clinton plus three. He leads in none. None. None of them. None of those polls. Um, okay, hello, California, because he, he was ten percent chance of he, winning. It. He was going to make uh, red states blue. Like, um, what about California? No. Is no, that, he is, is making close? red states blue. I think he was promising to make blue states no, blue, red. No, blue states red, I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freudian there. Uh, California. Now, this one, it's not looking good per se. Uh, Clinton plus 26, Clinton plus 16, Clinton oh plus 26, God. Clinton plus 17, Clinton plus 21, Clinton plus 20, Clinton plus 44. I don't think you Clinton know what per se means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this I one, think I, you might misunderstand the phrase per se. This is uh, exclusively um, after the tape came out. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Ipsos poll, six, uh, 66 to 22. No, I did not expect poll. that to exist, Oof. but uh, that, that's, that's not a good poll for him. Wow. I mean, I, look, we laugh because we are defeated. Uh, I, I don't yes. feel good about these results. I don't want Hillary Clinton to be the, the, the no. president Why of the United States. Why did you States. make them up then? I didn't make them up, Jeffy. That's you the cherry-picked. Point. I did you not. I, I read you all of them. I read <laughs> you every single one you asked for. <laughs> but you, I, I noticed you cherry-picked only scientific polls. 
Uh, yes, I did cherry pick only scientific polls. That is, uh, that could easily be in a Donald Trump tweet any day. <laughs> the media cherry picks only scientific polls. Oh, that definitely would be a tweet. Uh, 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 sure. yeah. um, uh, any other? Uh, the Alaska one is interesting. You want to hear Alaska? All right. Um, here are the latest polls in Alaska, <laughs> and and this one is before this one's before the tape came out. So you need to know that. Um, uh, Donald Trump thirty seven. Hillary Clinton, 34. Gary Johnson, 10. Now, if you're like, well, what happened after? There's another poll that came out. Donald Trump, 37. Hillary Clinton, 36. So he's got a... He's mm. still winning Alaska. Mm-hmm. And which is, by the way, the biggest state in the union. Right. Trump's uh, winning it. Area-wise. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. doesn't mean much as far as voters are concerned. Uh, but uh, you are you know, saying it's not the biggest state in the union? I'm not, yeah. and it's more than double the size of even Texas. See, see, so so Trump Trump wins. So Trump win is the election. trouncing her right now in Alaska. Well, well by the by the one point. And Texas, by the way, is what the the average uh, is, is the average two points for him or four uh, points or whatever that was. One moment here, Pat, as All I right. load that. Um, okay. Uh, the 538 still only believes that Hillary has a 13 percent chance of winning Texas. However, the most recent poll um, had uh, Trump up four. We've seen the, the three previous before mm. that, Trump plus seven, Trump plus 12, Trump plus six. Um, so, I mean, I think mm. he still holds a lead. I do fully expect him to win Texas. As people are like, well, you're a vote. You, you need to vote for, uh, for Donald Trump. If Donald Trump can't win Texas by four votes, he's already lost the election. It's already lost. We're going to vote in Texas. Four, four votes going in Texas to probably somebody other than Donald Trump. Jeffy, who are you voting for? Any idea yet? Oh, I mean, no, I'm really sorry, <laughs> felons, the felons thing, I get it. I uh, forgot. Uh, Pat is no, voting. They let me, they let me get it. Pat has narrowed it I'm down. I'm leaning toward uh, Evan McMullen, but I'm still considering Daryl Castle. Yeah, and that's kind of where I am right now. Um, I'm at, by the way, you can go to my Facebook page, and I'm releasing another uh, one of Gary Johnson's answers today. Um, so you, know, you can look at that as well and see if uh, Are you he's... like Stewie leaks now? You just... <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and I'll, I'll make sure to spell it like Donald Trump does. Wrong. <laughs> Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I think, <laughs> uh, I think I'll, I, you know, Evan, Evan's done a good job and, you know, Daryl Castle is not, I don't know. I mean, he's not done a good job. He's not done a good job with the campaign. You read some of his interviews, some of his proposals are really good. I, yeah. I, I, although I, you know. I, when you talk about voting, uh, you know, like not wanting to vote for Johnson because it gives the libertarian party bad, bad advice. Mm. Uh, yes. vote for it, it gives them bad them the wrong lesson. Yes. Hey, nominate more people like this and you'll now, get votes. So a vote for Castle uh, really is kind of a good vote because it's saying to that party, you know, we want uh, someone more guys that believes like this. like this. Just someone with, yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe a sense yeah, of humor. I mean, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, this is, I mean, we are, we really are only... It's it's really three of these guys. We came yeah. in in focus picture of Daryl Castle. That's how bad of a candidate he is. A clear photo does not exist of Daryl Castle. Not. You can't that's get sad. one. You can't. That's, you can't get one. You can't. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yesterday at this time, we brought in uh, Keith and uh, and Matthew, and they had a little bet going about the uh, the game last weekend the between Atlanta the Falcons Seattle. and Seahawks. 
See, and I guess the loser was going to get uh, ice water dumped on him. And decapitated. Uh, here's the video yes. of that incident. Oh, we get the decapitation, too? Yeah, hey, Keith, here it is. Why am I about to dump this on your head? Uh, because the Falcons technically lost to the Seahawks. <laughs> Look at that little, Michael. A little chilly there as it uh, runs down this general vicinity. That actually probably felt pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you. That's cold. Yeah. It was, well, it was, it was like 90 degrees yesterday. So, so it should not have been wearing a hat. I just was. Yeah, the, the, the hat was a little bit of cheating. And also, yes. I will say that it should have been more of a punishment. Yeah. Yes. I think we should just punch him in the stomach. And yeah, I would that, also say that right? they, those two could probably. I mean, I know that, mm-hmm. you know, look. I know it was a, just a 24 second little clip there. Mm-hmm. So the acting, you know, you might not have noticed that the acting really wasn't that good. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if they were acting. acting? I don't know. Were they acting? Uh, but, all right. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to is inevitable. So. I don't like what are you it. Do? I, you know what? I don't like it. Well, there's Jeffy like on there. Jeffy's on. This is always on there. Always on. Jeffy's going to turn it on. Jeffy's on. Stops. If they could do oh, something right. about that. Yeah, like just a damn good show. Damn good. I'm right here. What? I'm right here. What? No, you didn't hear that. Something interesting happened yesterday. What what was the stat that you were thinking of, uh, Jeffy? During the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs. This is not pleasant uh, to Stu. The game. Uh, oh, we probably shouldn't talk about it. But, because oh, it, well, we it, will. it does involve a uh, team from Canada that, but, uh, uh, you know, Toronto, Toronto. The Blue Jays. Blue, Blue Jays, Jays yes. that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cleveland team that they're playing that's, right. you know, from America. That's up three three games to none. After think, last right night, yeah, yeah. three to nothing. Uh, they uh, had, uh, I don't know how many, like 18 pitchers yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how many pitchers they actually had. Well, their starter left in the first inning, which is interesting. But it's the first too. time in Major League history that uh, a team has won a game where each pitcher has less than five outs. That's amazing. That's uh, incredible. Incredible. Uh, I wish. I mean, I know that's a painful fact oh, for you, but yeah, but it's still oh, interesting. I mean, we should obviously it. probably talk about the fact that the ALCS is rigged. Uh, <laughs> yes, we should, Donald. Crooked, crooked yes, Cleveland. Crooked, crooked Cleveland. Uh, they've been. Crooked. They've been. I mean, you know, they've look, been doped up. The, Toronto's trying to win the World Series, right? <laughs> Yet other American League teams are working against them. You're okay. right. You're uh, right. Right. You, know, mm-hmm. you want to talk about unfair? Is Major League Baseball itself working against them? Well, let me well, yeah. Oh. Let me ask you this question. Here's the anti-establishment team, the team yep. not from the United States. Yeah. Yep. yep, and they're trying to come in right. here and do something different. Try to shake it up a little bit, have a Canadian champion for a change. Right. And what happens? Did an American the sport, American League, oh and the American oh pastime oh boy. works out against it, it colludes right. to try against to stop them. the Canadians, the Canucks. If you will, yeah. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I was, uh, but I, was, it was, I was under the impression that uh, the fix is in. They were called America's team. I well, they are. Uh, that's because real. They're trying to make America great again. Um, <laughs> from Canada. From Canada. Hmm. They care. Uh, and it's is it working? Uh, no, it's no. Not so far. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I mean, it really is. This isn't. team, which had the best, one of the best offenses of you know in recent memory last year, and this year had a, a good run. offense. Cannot buy a freaking run off these guys. Yeah. Boy, no I, kidding. Including the fact that you know 
two of the three guys they faced have really been mediocre. They scored like 2,000 <laughs> yeah. down here in Texas. Yeah, uh, and they just have shut down completely. They I mean, scored 2,800 runs yeah, while they were here. 2,800. In three days, 2,800 runs. So they have two, yeah. they have another game today like uh, in a couple <laughs> of hours. <laughs> Did. And, uh, you know, they averaged over 900 runs a game while they were in Dallas. They should have taken some of those with them. To, to it's too bad on. you can't carry them over to the next series. Right? Because, man, they can't buy a run right now. Toronto comes into the series with 2,000 points up. I, I know. That would be weird. That would be weird. Very weird sport. Uh, a little but, unfair. A little torture. Uh, a little yeah. torturous right now. Yeah. Uh, all the games have been close, of course. And you really care about baseball. I, well, I, I really care about the Blue Jays. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I mean, but like, Blue I, Jays baseball, you care about. Yes. I mean, that's where he got I, his, you know, his... Uh, Canadian sports I star, said, uh, right, that's right. Something to do with that. That's right. Um, you know, I well, like baseball, I care about the Blue Jays. The NFL, I care about. You know, all like I care about the whole league. I just you know care most about the Eagles. Like I'm a huge right. Eagles fan, um, but I'll watch anything on the Eagles. Like baseball itself. Like I, if the if it's a Cubs Indians World Series, which is probably the most likely outcome. No offense yeah. to Dodgers fans who also have a good chance. Um, that's going to be interesting from the Cubs perspective in particular, considering it's been a long time. Um, and it, you know, what is 1908? Or whatever it's been, it's been a, yeah. over a century. I, I they cheated. The, yeah, I find the Cubs run interesting. Interesting, yeah, um, because uh, it's been so long. From that perspective, and I, we have some, uh, you know, uh, the guy who uh, screens your phone calls as you call in at triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is a big Indians fan, um, or you know, uh, to shorten it so we don't have, is, is evil. Um, but uh, they haven't won since 1948. He's an Indians fan? I yeah, thought he was a Braves fan. fan. No. No, Keith is no, a Braves Keith. fan. No, Keith. Mike is oh, a Braves fan. Oh, Mike. Mike is an Indians fan? He's always wearing that god that's right. hat. He always, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I mean, they're obviously they're a terrible communist team uh, in every way. I mean, they should should they be <laughs> you know just deleted from the league? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, they're rigging, they're rigging the games. I mean, they're straight out working with the Ops to rate these The books. randomness of your favorite teams is quite fascinating it to is. me. I, I, just, it, I, I, sometimes, I was thinking about this the other day when I was watching the highlights of, of Cleveland and Toronto. And I'm like, how is this possible that he's such a Toronto Blue Jays and Philadelphia Eagles teams that he has no ties to? How how is he such a fan of those two teams? Yeah, no, it's bizarre. Almost uh, zero I mean, ties to either yeah. team. I mean, the Toronto Blue Jays thing goes back to the league. Um, I have no idea where the Eagles thing comes from, to be honest. I mean, I have yeah. theories. Theories. I've, I've seen pictures of myself at six and seven years old in Eagles jerseys. So, I mean, it goes Must way be back. That, right? um, but I have no idea why. Must be that. Your folks My dad was a big was... Giants fan. Yeah. I mean, the last thing in the world he wanted was an Eagles fan for his son. Sorry. Mm. But, you know, I, I'm working hard to make sure. Um, that uh, that does not happen in my in my particular household with my son. I know you are. I'm working very hard. I know you are. Blue Jays and Eagles constantly. There's a lot of head. indoctrination going on. Oh, in your oh yes, a lot. I am working harder than a liberal high school uh, teacher on this particular uh, project. Yeah, how's that working? So far, pretty good. He's uh, he's pretty obsessed well, with the Blue Jays five. and Eagles. He, so he uh, he's got some time to grow out of it. He does, and that's why I keep working. Especially that's why you, every day. Especially you if want, you ever do get him checked. I mean, yeah, right. Then you know. I want to get him checked. Well, I'll get him checked if he's not an Eagles or Blue Jays fan. <laughs> that's when I'll start working on that. All right, from uh, Mental Floss, ten iconic movie monsters and how they were created. Uh, first up, Phantom of the Opera from 1925. For uh, the exaggerated cheekbones that you see, uh, well, or don't uh, see. Um, Lon Chaney Sr. used a combination of cotton and uh, collodion. He accentuated his nostrils with black paint. Uh, so, makeup uh, is how they did that. Okay. Dracula, Bella Lugosi. <laughs> 
Is that what that is? It's going to surprise you. It was makeup. Dracula, however, was actually just a person who drank people's blood. That's just the truth. <laughs> they just found a guy, yeah, found a guy who liked to do it, and he had these long teeth. <laughs> yeah, and um, so uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, he insisted on applying his own makeup for the film, uh, and uh, he uh, he was a little weird, I will say. The, the Bella Lugosi thing was a little odd. Bella Lugosi <laughs> got a little uh, weird yeah. towards the end. Yeah, uh, if you know the documentary Ed Wood. You might uh, know some of. Uh, some. I mean, is that accurate to the story? Uh, it is. It's an exaggerated version, yeah. um, but it is. Ed Wood is a, is an actually a really interesting and good. It's a well done. You movie. do like it. I do like it. It's I've very never seen weird. it. Um, and I've heard he it was, was weird, weird, and that kind of chased me away from it. Yeah, I don't think it would be a Pat Gray hit. Yeah, it would, probably uh, not. But not in the DVD collection of Pat Gray. No, probably, it is not. Um, it, it's it probably art too, is it? Ed Wood probably. I would say probably, though it wasn't crazy. Like, I mean, it would yeah. be one you could watch on your uh, editing service. What's it oh, called? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, VidAngel. VidAngel. You can, mm-hmm. I mean, you could probably get away with it. They're still there, by the way. I, I don't know how they're holding out, but I, I keep expecting them to completely go yeah. away and not be there when I check. Like, go to the website, it's just FBI warning. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yet. they're still hanging in there. They're battling the four biggest uh, movie companies in the world and so far, holding their own. Yeah, they're, they're still still around. Uh, Frankenstein from 1931. Jack First Pierce robot. made Boris Karloff, uh, Karloff into the mutant by smearing green grease paint all over his face. So makeup? Yeah, makeup again. Um, I probably like sounds like the first in robot. You. No, no, it's just makeup. Huh. Uh, so the mummy, uh, 1932 bandages. <laughs> Bandages. This is amazing how they've done this. <laughs> how did they? I mean, did they? It took Hollywood to figure this out. Yes. Uh, Alien uh, makeup. Oh no. <laughs> and suits, uh, like uh, alien suits. No way. <laughs> really? What did they use for alien suits? <laughs> alien rubber, suits. like alien from aliens. So. Do you, Jeffy, on think uh, on Halloween, like when you go out, do you dress up? <laughs> or just kind of? He goes as him. Scare the children as, as yourself. I am a fat person. <laughs> I'm a fat guy. Hey, who's the guy? In the, who's the guy on the sidewalk in the cow suit? Yeah, uh, yeah no. That. Remember when you went to uh, Chick Fil A in a cow suit? And, that was uh, funny. They gave you the free Remember food, that? and then we said, you know Never. what? It's not even a cat, a cow suit. It's just you dressed as yourself because you look like a cow. Yeah, no, that was funny. <laughs> funny. Did it work? Remember that? Did it work? It funny. It did. I didn't even need makeup. <laughs> it did work too. We said. Yes, did you? It did. did you moo at them in the store? <laughs> yes, it did. No, they didn't ask me to moo. I didn't have to. No, the he guy didn't just have to. was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was reminded oh, this weekend great. too about uh, I was so out at great. the uh, out at the uh, Alliance Air Show, yeah. Fort Worth Alliance Air okay. Show. Yeah, uh-huh. and, but I was reminded. Were you really? Yeah, yeah. Glad we you had a book signing out there. Yeah, didn't you? Saturday and Sunday. Huh. So, but anyway, I was out there all day, all day Sunday, which is I mean, there's nothing but fun on a hot tarmac. Oh, with the sun, nothing but fun, man. That, I, I, I'm sorry that, I missed. When it. that one plane did the. Mm-hmm. Thing, did it fly by? Oh, Did you man, see one fly by? Fast. Oh, wow. I saw one yeah. fly by there, Pat. And then Were there they was, flying? The plane? Then there was a the semi end. with wow. a jet engine that yeah. went, drove by real fast. Wow, wow, really? Yeah. That's great. But I was reminded of our of our plane uh, ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stu and I went to the Red Baron plane ride in Tampa. 
Mm-hmm. Whether you know we were we were able to do that from the from the Gasparilla or the or the air show in Tampa, we got the I don't remember. It might have been the Super Bowl, but we had, they gave us free Red Baron pizza plane rides, and those planes do loop to loops and they yeah. spin around and stuff. You know, for a lot of people, yeah. And I come walking up, and the guy's leaning up against the plane. He looks at me, he goes, "We're not doing any flips." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to die that day. <laughs> Uh, Actually true. A true story from Jeffy. More patents, too, coming up in a minute. Or two. Not exact, but you get the idea. that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Yeah, we can we'll find something. Find something. Uh, so Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. First, we'll start off with Chuck Berry. All right. Turns 90 years old. Wait, Chuck Berry's still alive? She's still alive. 90 years old today. And wow. releasing his first album in 38 years. Good I bet golly. you that's good. <laughs> yeah, that should, that's you go ahead and disagree on that. Good. What else you got? What's that? What else you got? <laughs> here's an here's an idea that you and they played and rock his. Yeah, that'll be good. So, how would you like to have somebody build a house in your neighborhood that looks like a stadium of their favorite college team? Uh, probably not. No, I wouldn't like that. Okay, I mean, I in so. this couple uh, in Iowa, and they're—I mean—they're obviously you know Hawkeye fans. They're building a house to look like the Iowa Hawkeye Stadium in the neighborhood. They got the go-ahead from the city. I know she may or may not have the picture to put up. I mean, I'm not sure that I want that in next door. They may, but they must not have a uh, homeowners. They got they got the okay from the city to yeah. build all the permits, but the neighborhood now is like, okay, uh, no, no, uh, no, we don't, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want that here. <laughs> I can't imagine that because my homeowners association is like. Uh, your mailbox needs to be changed because it doesn't look exactly like all others in the neighborhood. Our mailbox? Really? It's the same one we had when we bought the freaking house. <laughs> Why do we have to change it now? Because it's <laughs> yeah. not up to code. Because the flag is on the other side we got, of the other ones. Our, we got... Uh, hey! There it is. There it is. The 7,500-foot, square-foot home. Okay, but what? Wow. That's gonna be, it's got the press box. That's not really the home, though, yeah. right? That's, that's the actual Kinnick Stadium right there. Uh, so that's the stadium. But what does the house look like? I'd like to know. They're probably similar to that, only smaller. Only, yeah, <laughs> considerably smaller, I would think. Um, yeah, that's the newly renovated part of the stadium. Okay. But that's what they're supposed to be doing for their home, is to look like that with the... With the screen on it and everything. So, you know, good luck. Good luck. God bless. I, I, wow. Originally here in Texas, I mean, we see it all the time where you have a, you know, you have a million dollar house next to, uh, you know, a couple of goats. Yeah. Well, we got we got we got this one lately. Um, uh, we are getting reports that some residents <laughs> are putting their garbage at the end of the driveway 
outside of allowed hours. As a reminder, <laughs> you can only put your garbage uh, down at the end of the yes. driveway from 7 a.m. on the day of pickup, and it needs to be back inside by 7 p.m. you got to be kidding. You oh, can't yeah. put it out so the I night before? I can't put it out the night before the in the night dark? Before? In the dark, I you can't got, put it out? You so no one can see it? No, I'm sorry. Right, screw wife, you. I'm putting it out whatever I want. Yeah. My wife got into a, a wow. tit-tat with uh, one of the... Homeowner associations in the na- people in the neighborhood because uh, I like to keep the garbage cans. I don't know outside. Mm-hmm. I don't like them inside the garage. Right. Uh, I don't have a shed out back, and I'm not wheeling them across the yard. Hide them in the backyard. Right. Mm-hmm. So no, no expects you to take steps. Correct. The mm-hmm. trash cans. Mm-hmm. You set them out front. You know, you guys probably just build it up the fines on those trash cans sitting out in front of oh, along the side of the house. Aren't you like that, where you can see them? I, I hate people. No, so, I so lease the house. If the if the owner is getting those fines, she's not passing them along to me. Uh. <laughs> and I will what tell I you, uh, you do sign on to no, the regulations when you move into the neighborhood. We all know that as, as conservatives, yeah, yeah, yeah. we understand. But it's still ridiculous because some of them are just Nazis about it. And it's, come on. Some of it is so. Oh, so what? Now ridiculous. you're saying your neighborhood is full of Nazis and there's brown shirts going to come through? Yeah, and I've beat just the crap compared my homeowners oh my association to the Nazi oh regime, which is responsible for the death of 20 million people. <laughs> I don't think that's as many as George Bush killed, though. No, oh, Bush killed far more people than that, according to millennials. Yeah, which are you the know. hope of our nation, which makes me want yeah. to die. I know. I, know. I did point out, by the way, uh, Glenn says he's Mr. Uh, millennial. Mr. Millennial. Um, uh, apparently, uh, the technical definition of millennial is anyone born between 1976 and 2010, which technically makes me a millennial. Born you in were born in 1976. So right. therefore, in fact, I was one of the first millennials. So I know him better than anybody. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you could tell by looking at me, I mean, I scream. It just screams scream millennial. millennial. I thought 1976 was just outside. Uh, not according to the article I read this morning. And I'm taking mm. that definition because I want to make fun of Glenn with it. <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you can make fun of Glenn with it. I appreciate that. No, it's 1976. Even though I have heard... 